Welcome to the 11th episode of the Crease Thoughts Podcast. Today is a very special episode as my first minor hockey coach, Marco Conte, is our guest for today. He coached me when I was six and he gave me the chance to be a goalie and I cannot thank him enough. Currently, he coaches the under 10 Credit River Capitals and he also has his own development program called Coach Conte Hockey Development. So without further ado, please welcome Marco Conte. Hey Marco, how are you doing? Very well, thanks. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it's, it's been good. It's been busy, fun filled with hockey and family, so and good food. Yours? Yeah, yeah mine's been great. Had some family over and uh, yeah, back to work now. That's it, the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, so it's been about like nine years since we last reconnected. That's pretty crazy like that's a long time absolutely you know last time I think I saw you was while well, I coached your older brother after yeah. I coached you so I think that was maybe I think you were nine then but last time I saw you as a player you were a six-year-old underager playing up with the uh the type three seven-year-olds oh yeah that playing was- a little bit between uh a little bit between uh, stay-at-home defense and uh, the wall between the pipes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun experience. Yeah. All right, so we'll get started here. So this year, you're coaching the under-10 Credit River Capitals, the AAA team. Um, And how did you get into coaching teams as well as being a a skills coach? Um, You know, it's just one of those things that, kind of followed me my whole life um you know when I was in high school I would kind of help out with my brother and my little cousin's teams and you just be on the ice with them and then any part-time job I had it was either with a hockey school I worked with uh, Ray McKay uh, hockey school for a couple of years okay. and then I also worked with the learn to skate program with the city of Brampton where I would teach like Right before you're a hockey player, you know, you're just putting the skates on for the first few times. You're having to carry these players around the ice. (laughs) Um, And then eventually I got into being their power skating coach. And then I just kind of fell in love with teaching, teaching the game, teaching kids, which then, you know, I ended up going off to teacher's college, right, to become a teacher. Nice. But before that, right before that opportunity, I was in university. You know, I, I helped coach with my with my uncle, and I was an assistant coach there. And you kind of fall in love with the opportunity of teaching both the game and the skill of the game. So from there, you know, after university, I uh, I was like, hey man, my buddy Kyle, uh, we were like, let's let's coach a team. So sent out some emails, um, and. Uh, the only kind of team that was left just because of how late, you know, we threw out the emails yeah. um, was the type three Halton Hills Thunder. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of coaching rep hockey kind of took over for the next three years. But I think my favorite part of coaching was the skill development and, you know, teaching the growth of each individual player and how they can become better within their own skills. And when you see that development over so many years you're like hey that's the awesome part it's kind of why you do it so yeah kind of had a little bit of a change of mindset 
Absolutely. Right. So you kind of have that little bit of a change of mindset. Um, you know, coaching, coaching life can be very busy. Whereas, you know, the skill life, it's kind of more based on your own, your own kind of schedule. And you get to work with a larger group of, of hockey players and athletes who want to get better. So, you know, I took a, took a little step in the other direction and started the, the hockey school, Coach Conte's Hockey Development. And, you know, I, we started with three, three uh, players, which funny enough, one of them actually plays on my U10 team now. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah, you know, we had three. And then just as the years went on, the hockey school just kept growing. And, you know, my passion for it just kept growing. So, yeah, that's great. Know, and then decided, you know, it was maybe time to get back into actual coaching again. So, and here we are. Yeah, now you get the best of both worlds. Absolutely, right? So yeah. That's kind of, you know, how I got into coaching and, you know, the skills coach of life. Yeah, cool. It's a great story. So, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, since you're coaching the under 10 uh, Credit River AAA team, what are some things that you're looking for or that you looked for in your goalies? Because you've already picked your team. Because, um, like, they're at such a young age, like, their skills aren't fully developed and they're pretty much, like, just starting out. So what what were some things that you looked for? Um, you know, it, it's 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 funny. I, uh, I haven't been around hockey players kind of like this young in a while. So... We played in. A, we went into a tournament in the summer, and the goaltending kind of blew my 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 uh, my mind away, um, just with how skilled they are for being so young now. Oh yeah, like the game the game has changed. Like, huh. and you can see. So, like one of the kind of things is is finding first. You know those those kids who are passionate about the position. Like when I think of you, you knew like you wanted to be a goalie, but there was things you had to complete first before that. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's the passion. If you find you find a young player like that that has the passion and they want to be a goalie, then you know they're gonna they're gonna be good at the position. So I think that's one one of the big things you look for first is which kid loves to just be a net. Okay. Right. Um, and then you know, that willingness to want to get better. So like when they're working with a goalie coach, how how are they responding, right? Are you, are they kind of wanting to be better or are they just there going through the motions? Mm -hmm. And then the big thing for me is skating, right? Skating and the ability to move. I think if you can yeah. move and you can skate at a young age, the rest of the skills will kind of follow from that, you know? So your angles will follow your pushes, your ability to move left and right, right? Unfortunately, it's a, it's a, it's a tough age where any shot that's shoulder up is going, is going to yeah. go in. Right. So yeah. I think being able just to find a goalie who can positionally be in the right spot where a puck will hit them, I think is important. I think that's kind of comes from maybe the basic fundamentals. Yeah. But for me, the I'm not, a, this is the one position of the game that I think I, I lack knowledge on. So okay. I, I put a heavy, a heavy kind of uh, rely on my goalie coaches to really, kind yeah. of fill me in okay let me know what i look for um you know i work with some good guys i don't know if you ever heard of dahan goaltending but uh, uh yeah yeah i have right so he runs a great program i learned a, a lot of good tips from him and then i have you know some guys who come out and work with my goalies now who you know they're, 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 the, they're the reasons i have the goalies i have so yeah. i just anything i can get from them that's kind of where i look yeah that's great and even for the skating part like as a goalie, if you can develop, as a young goalie, if you can develop those skating fundamentals, 
as, like early on, as you get older, the strength is just going to come. Like everything's already going to be familiar, but then you're going to be quick and smoother um, as you get older. So yeah, I'd say that's pretty important. Absolutely. Skating's life. That's my, that's my theory when it comes to yeah. hockey. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of answered my next question. I was going to ask, what do you believe is the most important fundamental skill for a goalie? Um, you said skating, um, but what do you think is the most important uh, fundamental skill for a player? I believe it is most definitely skating as well. Yeah. Um, confidence for both as well. I think confidence because you're confident in everything, your skills are going to grow from there. But the one technical skill I, I think is is skating. When you think of skating, right, you balance comes from your skating, mobility comes from your skating, power comes from your skating, right? Your ability to laterally move comes from your skating, right? So everything grows from your skating. You shoot harder if you're better on your feet, you're better on transferring your weight. You stick handle smoother um, with your ability to move left and right, right? If you can't, if you can't skate, you don't have those opportunities to grow in the other areas because you end up being very stationary, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think skating for me, because when I was five foot seven, five foot eight, right, and you're playing against guys who are six feet and big, if you couldn't skate, you were getting killed in my yeah in my, in my day, right? So yeah, that's kind of it was my strength, and I think when I focus on my hockey school and even when we focus in practice, you know, skating is the foundation that we 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 build off of. Yeah, that's great. That's a cool perspective as well. So then. Uh, so, cause you've been coaching your, or you've been running your skills program and coaching some teams. What's been your favorite part of coaching like younger players? Yeah, definitely the love they have for hockey. You know, okay. they, 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 they come to the rink with a different kind of mindset where I'd say a 15, 16 new player would, right. Where I think one, it becomes more business kind of like in a sense where, yeah. you know, if you're playing top tier at that age, you know, you're coming there with a purpose right now where these kids it's where we get to play hockey, right? This yeah, is, yeah. it's this, they have a different love. They're both loves, but I think at the younger age, it's, it's a genuine more like, Hey, we're here to play hockey. I get to be with my buddies today. Yeah. I, um, we're fun. We're playing against another team. Oh, we get to travel. We got to go to here today. So for them, it's the whole experience, right? That it's, it's mm-hmm. all new to them. So you see a, a different kind of love. Um, it's cool to have that opportunity to be the kind of first voice that gets to build their foundation of, you know, how they play the game, you know, how they how they learn to understand what a team is. They learn to teach them the, the IQ of the game, right? And then obviously seeing the growth, the development. That's the best one, right? It's yeah. where they started to where they come right and so that's the best part of being able to coach the younger kids is just it's it's all new to them right and you get to be that that kind of guide and support that helps work them to where you know you want to get to at 15 16 you yeah but you also get to be a part of how much they love the game right and i think that's the best part yeah and i agree like i see like younger teams in the rinks like they're having so much fun like they're just like running around, um, just having fun with their team, shooting pucks in the hallways. Absolutely. But then you look at like some guys on our team. Um, like, there's some guys that are upset. We might have won like 15 nothing, but if they didn't score, they're upset. Like that's it. It's like we lost 15 nothing. But at such a young age, they're like, 
oh, we won? Yay. Oh, we lost? Eh, I got to play with my friends. Yay. So like, yeah, it's just a different perspective and different experience Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. I think think of that tight team, right? We didn't win a game. But oh, I think yeah. Every single player walked <laughs> away from that year, right? And walked away saying, hey, that was that was a great year. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Right? Because it's the experiences at the younger age, right? Yeah. So speaking of the Tyke team, what were some of your favorite memories um, of that team? Uh, they were fun. It was fun. Got to be a, a lot of their first coaches. We had a we had a good mix of underagers and and seven year olds. But yeah. uh, the best part of that group was how much they all developed. Uh, you know, I remember when I we showed up. 16 kids um it was you know whoever was at that last trial was was making the tyke three halton hills thunder and you know we had players of all different uh all different skill sets so it was cool to see where you all started and yeah. then when that season ended where you all ended up and out of 16 kids i'd say about 11 of you moved up to a higher level and that just goes to show how much work you all put in in that year. And that that's the best part. It's when yeah. you have 16 sponges, you know, and they all want to get better. And it didn't matter if we won or lost. It was coming to the rink to be with with my buddies, putting on that Thunder jersey, doing that pregame warm-up, you know, going to, going to uh, the Marley's game and standing oh, yeah. beside the players, right? Yeah, there, was there, there were so many things, right? And so it was cool to see how much you learned to love what competitive hockey was about. You learned all how to become competitive and then to watch you all at the end of the year get rewarded for the hard work you all kind of put in, you know, by moving to up to a higher level the following year. So yeah, it was, a, it was fun, right? Yeah. You know, players, players finding who they really wanted to be, you know, what they were really good at. Yeah. So, And then the other coach, Kyle, do you still coach with Kyle? Kyle is my right-hand man. Kyle, uh, he coaches with me. Every team I've coached, um, he's right beside me. Uh, he is my he's my go-to guy with my hockey school as well. So if yeah. I'm running a skate, he's most definitely out there with me running it too. So. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, like last year, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago, but my coach played beer league hockey with Kyle. Yes, I, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle was telling me about it. Um, so I usually play with that group of guys, but I just couldn't play it on Wednesdays. But uh, yeah, Kyle, because Kyle was the one who brought you up. He because um, for years I'd be like, oh, whatever. I wonder whatever happened to Butsy. I wonder whatever happened. And then it was, I think, two years ago. Kyle brought you up. He said, "Oh, yeah, he's playing with the uh, the Vaughn Kings now. He's playing with so and so." So yeah. Yeah, and then here we are. So yeah, so uh, I see on your Instagram posts all the time, and even on your website, you always have the hashtag all day long. So what's the meaning behind it? Like, how did it originate? Um, originally, actually, funny enough, it was one hundred percent all day long, but yeah. uh, that's due to my uh, lack of, I say, social social media knowledge at the time, and didn't understand by putting the little symbol that it would kind of separate the uh, the hashtag. So oh, yeah. uh, the only part that would ever get hashtag would be 100%. So oh. <laughs> it eventually, eventually kind of, we took out the 100% and it became all day long. 
but it's just kind of that mindset that you know whatever you're doing you know it's it's not a momentary thing you know everything we do we should be we should be pushing um to be our best version all day long so you're at the rink if you're at school you're at work you know if it's being a good person whatever it is you should be giving your best you should be putting your all into it right because personal growth is kind of why we get up every day in my belief so mm-hmm. you know i kind of believe that everything we do all day you should be given 100 percent, right because you're going to benefit and whatever you're putting that what 100 percent into is gonna it's gonna benefit as well right so yeah yeah it's a great perspective kind of, so yeah that's kind of my thought behind it you know push yourself work yourself yeah yeah it's cool to be the best version of yourself and then also starts like if you're like uh preaching that to kids like at a young age and that's like stuck in their mind throughout the course of their life they're probably going to have that drive and they'll be like oh i remember when coach marco said like 100 percent all day long like i should be doing that every aspect of my life so yeah it's great absolutely right if you can compete you have a chance it's kind of my theory on things yeah that's a cool theory i don't think i've heard that one before i guess that's the that's similar to the hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard saying that's it right yeah so if you push yourself you're giving yourself a chance and then after you push yourself you got to do the other things too yeah you know make sure you're you're developing all around yeah all right so this is more of an NHL question. So currently, who do you think is the best goalie in the NHL and why? Currently, um, it's a tough one. I, uh, I, I guess I would. I know he just hasn't been playing. He hasn't played in the last couple of years, but I'm a big Carey Price guy. Okay. Um, he's, uh, I just, I, I like his approach to goaltending. He's just a very calm, he's a very humble guy. Um, you know, he's, he's had a pretty successful career, you know, he's battled some things, but you know, he's, he's been a, he's been a big part of Montreal's, you know, success. Yeah. Um, and I guess I just have had a a long, I guess, history of watching him play. And I always have the, the memory of the world juniors shootouts, you know, when he, uh, he backstopped them to the win with Jonathan Tays scoring on, I think three or four penalty shots. So He's just always been a, he's always been a standout, but he's not somebody who ever who who wants to be in the spotlight. And I guess that's what I kind of like. Yeah, yeah. And he he's always been like a very consistent goalie. Like I read a stat, like throughout like all his years, um, he's gotten like like his save percentage is like above nine hundred, but he didn't have like a fifty plus goal scorer on his team. Mm-hmm. So like he was still having high save percentages even though his team wasn't winning. So like, that's a stat that kind of clarifies how, how good he was or how good he is. And even that one playoff series, uh, the COVID year against the Leafs or even the whole playoff, the whole playoffs, like he put that team on his back and like literally carried them to the finals. Like, absolutely. Right. He's, uh, He's he's good, and he's just he just looks so big in the net too. Yeah. So, yeah, I, don't know. I, I like his approach. Um, yeah. Who's yours? My favorite goalie. Well, I've got a couple. So I like Jake Ottinger on Dallas. Um, I like him. Just he's like Carey Price. Like he's very smooth. He's consistent, 
But what I like most about him is that he's not flashy. Like you rarely ever see him on the highlight reels. Whereas like Shesterkin, you see him on, on the TSN top 10 every single night. And half the time it's, it's actually cause he's out of position. Like if you really watch it closely, he might be out of position most times. Um, and then also I like Jacob Markstrom. Um, I like, I just like the way that he moves. Like he's always got hard sets when he moves. Um, he's always in position. Um, He's a little more flashier than Jake Ottinger, but not, definitely not as flashy as Shesterkin. And that's actually one of the reasons why I don't really like Shesterkin as a goalie that much. Like, I think he just gets too much hype and yeah. Uh, and then the third one would be Marc-Andre like, um, Fleury. Sorry, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say kind of like the, the Dominic Hasek approach. Yeah, what do you mean by that? Yeah. Uh, he would get all this hype for being so flashy, but it was uh, because he'd be out of position half yeah. the time and he'd be flopping, flopping around. Yeah, doing those flying poke checks at the blue line. Exactly, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, my third favorite goalie would be uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. I don't really like, like, his style of play. Like, I think he's also out of position quite a lot. Um, but then what I really like about him is his mentality and his attitude like he he's always positive with his teammates um he's never like calling people out um he's he's always smiling on the ice too um so yeah those three are my favorite that's wicked yeah they're good 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 choices i like flurry too he's got a he's got a good uh character about him yeah yeah so yeah so this will be the last question of the podcast and probably one of the most long-awaited questions um you can share the story of how i became a goalie and then i'll add like some parts like from my point of view all right um if i say something and i'm off feel free to jump in because yeah. i am old and my memory sometimes <laughs> is not the finest but i th- i think i got this pretty good um i remember there was six-year-old Butsy um, coming to tryouts. Um, actually, I think you maybe even came after tryouts. I don't think you were originally at tryouts. I think I, I was think like... Dad reached out and then... I thought I showed up at like the last tryout because I remember getting cut from... They call it yeah. Select Six or Super Six or something. And then... Yeah, so then go ahead. Absolutely, yeah. So there was it was the the last tryout uh, you showed up, and you know what we uh, we we wanted you we wanted you, and we signed you as a defenseman. And I do always just remember, um, you know, you were saying that you were going to be a goalie, and uh, but before you could be a goalie, your dad wanted to make sure you your skating was strong enough. Yeah. So that's why you were going to play player for a year. Um, and then the season started and, you know, you were a great little stay at home defenseman. You held your own back there. Um, but we, uh, we ran into some goaltending issues and, you know, we were, we were, we were getting, we were getting outscored quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I remember so I just, my mom would tell me now, like, in the car rides home, I would be like yelling at my parents, Oh, I should be goalie. Our goalie sucks. I could I could do better than him. <laughs> so it was uh it was rough to start the season. And then I remember I think it was after a game 
maybe in Hesler where we lost. I just remember your dad coming up to me and asked it, you know, if we wanted, we could try you out in goalie. Um, so we brought you out to a practice, you know, and there comes Butsy with these, I think they were these black pads and uh, a player helmet on and your walker and your glove and just going about your business in net. And I was like, oh, wow, he's, he's pretty good. <laughs> and then I remember we played against Dundas. It was a Saturday afternoon. And uh, that was the first time you played goalie for us. Yeah. And Dundas had beat us every time by, I'd say, eight plus goals. And we lost 3-2, I'm pretty sure, that game. Yeah. And you were outstanding. And I was like, oh, this kid's going to be special. He's, he's like, he's, he's, he's meant to be a goalie. And then from there, you became a goalie one game and a defenseman that every other game. <laughs> and then I just remember there was some, there was some very like standout games, like the, the game where we tied Woolwich um, 3-3 in Acton Arena, where you yeah. just played outstanding. Yeah. Um, and funny enough. one nothing game. Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt here. Funny enough. Yeah, yeah, I still I still play against some of those Woolwich kids. Like, do you remember? Oh, wicked. Awesome. Yeah. Like, do you remember a name, Brady Martin? Ah. Uh, no, I don't. No? Well, anyways, he was, I remember he was like one of the top scorers on Woolwich. And he's actually like a top player in the league right now. Well, he, he plays in Waterloo, but he's like one of the top players in the province. So Wicked. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool. They, 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 they were a good team. Yeah. They, they were definitely a good team. Um, and then there was another game. In the Chris or December tournament, our first tournament, and we lost one nothing. But I just remember you. That game was just outstanding. Save, save, save. So we gave up a lot of shots. Um, and then there was the one-one tie in the playoffs against Iran. Oh, that, that was another. I'm pretty another. sure that was zero-zero. Because I remember that oh, was zero-zero. Yes. Yeah, that was my first shutout. And then you gave me the game puck, and then you said. I actually have it right here. I'll, I'll go get it. That is fantastic. Yeah, so we tied 0-0. And you gave me this puck and, and said, uh, like, when you get drafted in 2023, here, I'll show it up to you. When you get drafted in 2023, I want you to give, you the, give me this puck back. So... That is fantastic. So yeah, I've still got work, oh, that's to, awesome. work to do this season, but yeah, it just brings back old memories and shows me where I came from and stuff like that. So yeah, absolutely, and it's it, it's it's fantastic to kind of uh, see where everybody's grown up and where they've gone with their hockey path and. You know, I run into, still run into some some players from that team. Like last year, I was working with um, like Zachary Marshall, uh, Ryan Jackson. You know, I still see yeah. Nate Benoit here and there. Um, so it's cool. It's cool to see you all growing up now, and it's cool, especially to see you. I know you're you're doing extremely big things. You know, I read up on some some things that you've done. Um, so it's it's cool, and yeah. you're, you're putting in the work. So I. 
you know, I'm hoping it's a, it's a good 16 new year for you. Um, yeah. you know, I hope you get rewarded for all the work you put in and whatever your goals are to achieve. Definitely hope you achieve them. Thanks. So absolutely, man. This is, uh, it's, it's cool. It's cool to see, you know, it's yeah. cool to see, you know, people when you see them so young and what they can, what they grow up to kind of be, you know, you're doing things on and off the ice. So you should be proud of yourself. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So that was, that's a great story. I, I love uh, replaying that story in my head sometimes. It's, it's awesome. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for reminding me of it. Oh, no problem. All right. So, so that's going to wrap up this episode. Um, before we go here, uh, do you want to share anywhere where people can reach out to you? Like whether it's social media, website, anything? Absolutely. Uh, the, my Instagram is coach Conte HD. Um, give me a follow. And uh, my website is www.coachcontehd.ca. Awesome. And uh, you can check out, yeah, all the information about uh, what our skills program is and any upcoming stuff you can find there as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right. So thank you for coming on the podcast and uh, hope to see you in the rinks. Awesome. Thank you. And good luck with your season. Thanks. You too. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I know I had lots of fun finally reconnecting with Marco after, like we said, a long, uh, like seven to nine years. Um, it was a lot of fun. Also, be sure to follow uh, Coach Marco on Instagram, like he said, uh, Coach Conti HD. Um, and also check out his website. He's got a lot of cool stuff on there. Um, and his program is great. I've seen lots of videos on it. Um, and it is fantastic. So yeah, if you haven't already, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. It is at Butsy underscore 29. Um, so yeah, if you want, you can follow me there. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day.